0: all right welcome back this is stoppage time with footwork highlighting some of the best moments from episodes this week we have jojo richardson a seattle washington native currently playing soccer for greifswalder fc in germany he talks about playing in the deep people call against bundesliga side fc augsburg at just 19 years old understanding how unique his path is the benefits of being abroad and alone and knowing all the ups and downs are part of the process check out the video version of this stoppage time on our youtube channel footwork podcast and join the club at footwork.club the one-stop shop for everything footwork Better to have a short life that is full of what you like doing than a long life spent in a miserable way. Welcome to the
1: The best experience of my life, I would say. Um, just the, the amount of fans, because we don't have a huge stadium, obviously, with our team, but we really filled it. I think we had a little over... 4,000, close to five maybe, fans for that match. And that's obviously the most I've ever played in front of. And just being able to walk out on the field with all that energy kind of Mm -hmm. around me. it's. I thought I had experienced that when I was in high school and won a state championship with my high school team. I thought that was the coolest moment I've ever had in soccer, really, up to that point. And then playing in this was just different level players that are worth millions of dollars that just got bought. For example, like Nicholas Dorsch. Mm-hmm. who was the six I was playing against. Mm-hmm. He was by, I forget for how much, but very important player for them, bought in the summer from, and he played for Bayern Munich academy, had a couple of games with them. So it was just a real experience for sure.
2: What did you notice from, you know, these types of players in terms of how they played, how they moved, how the team moved as a, as a, as a unit? What did you kind of take from that?
1: I was actually surprised that, I feel like in some games now, I had more time on the ball against the Bundesliga club than I do in this league.
2: Okay, yeah. Mm -hmm.
1: Because they sort of have a respect for players on the ball because they know if they make one wrong step, you can beat them and go. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Especially because they're used to playing against top-level talents in the Bundesliga. So they know if they make one wrong step, Leroy Sané, Thomas Muller are going to go past them and score a goal. Exactly, yeah, yeah, yeah. So they almost, I've realized that to the game, it's not always high pressure all the time. You kind of have to wait and pick your moments. So Mm -hmm. that was cool kind of seeing their level of thinking is much higher than Mm -hmm. the players you're used to playing to, of course. Mm
2: -hmm. Yeah, no, it's a great point. From playing in that kind of game, playing against that stature of players, did that give you – and I, I mean, it happened quite early in your, in your career here in Germany, but did that give you this, this belief that, okay, yeah, I'm, I'm going to make it to this, this level one day?
1: Yeah, that, It definitely gave me confidence because I had dealt with a slight injury all of preseason with my groin, so mm-hmm. I had been out for three weeks before that and only had about a week and a half to train in one preseason game, mm-hmm. and then being forced into this. And I thought I performed well in the game. We lost 4-2, we scored the first goal. It did give me a confidence going into the future of, okay, this level isn't as far off as I thought it was. Mm. That if you continue to work and you get the right opportunities, something like this could happen and you could be on one of these teams one day. Mm-hmm. So like you said, you definitely get the confidence from that of seeing this is possible and it's a possible step. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, it's, I realize how crazy it is sometimes when I FaceTime friends back home and they're mm-hmm. at college. Mm -hmm. And in America, it's seen as growing up when you go off to university. Mm -hmm. And I realized the difference in growing up since I've been here compared to my friends just living in a dorm and going to a dining hall or even when they move into their first apartment. They're still not children, but you think you grow up a lot faster in America than you actually do. Whereas coming here with a new language, you have to learn, make new connections with people, just being all by yourself, cooking your food every day. -hmm. That's it's a very cool experience of how fast you get to grow up. Mm -hmm. And the like you said, it's just it's invaluable being able to learn a new language, form connections with people that you just met. It's something that people will kind of have when they go abroad for a semester of school, but nowhere near the degree that we are getting.
0: Especially and Don and I talk about it all the time is being alone. Um, There's many benefits to this. Sometimes there could be some dark places like your one time when you were training in small groups of four, you're alone. This is what am I doing here? But I think on the other side of that, um, there's a lot of positive things. Have you found that yourself?
1: I definitely agree that there are a lot of positive being by yourself. When I was younger, I used to hate it. I wanted to always be around friends and stimulus all the time. But I've really found a solace kind of being alone at times. Mm. Uh, Just you're able to think about kind of your life, you're able to just be alone with your thoughts and kind of understand what you're going through yourself and then just make decisions from there. And I've really enjoyed going to just a coffee shop by myself, for example, bringing a book, reading it, standing there for maybe two hours, three hours of the day and just relaxing, which is something before if I was in America, I would never go eat lunch by myself. I would hate that. I would feel so weird. I
2: don't think anyone in college is going to have a coffee or eat by themselves, you know, it's like, be like, what is this kid doing?
1: Why does this kid have no friends? What's wrong with (laughs) it? Yeah, exactly. Um, Yeah. That one, that's definitely tough for me. mm -hmm. I'm very, I reflect a little, a little too much, probably after games, especially bad ones. I don't scrap it fast enough. I'm very good at scrapping the good ones and saying, okay, it's just one game. You're not the best in the world. You have to go do it every week, but the poor ones, those are tough for me. I usually stay up the entire night watching the film at least one Mm. time. If it Mm. comes out beforehand and getting to bed around two or three, just thinking about it. But there's, I do have a good support system in my family. I'll call my mom, my dad, my aunt, and one of my uncles after almost every game and Mm. talk with them. Mm. And they actually will wake up at, if the game's 4 a.m. in America or 5 a.m. for them on the West coast, they wake up almost every time and watch the game if it's streamed. Mm-hmm. So I have immediate feedback from them and just knowing that they're there with me helps me get through it faster.
2: Yeah. It's an interesting aspect. We had a sports psychologist on very recently who kind of talked about, it's very easy for players to reflect more on the bad moments. And I mean, I've, I'm guilty of it too. It's very easy to to think about the things you did wrong in a game instead of the things you did right. And I think there's very good things from your, how you explained that, you know, when you have a good performance, like you're modest and you think, okay, that's it. Like now back to work. I think that's a very good thing to have, but I think the balance of it, of knowing how to incorporate that, and then also learning from the mistakes, but not letting them take over you as a player, because only seeing your failures can only have a, you know, a negative impact on you. So is there a place that you want to come to in terms of how you reflect after a game, whether it's watching it, whether it's, trying to take time away like what is the utopia for you for how you approach bad game
1: yeah i would like to take a little bit more time i would like to maybe wait a solid 24 hours before watching film if not mm-hmm. a little bit more
2: mm-hmm. just
1: so that i can let it fully digest and kind of hopefully for me i want to get to a spot where i can watch an episode on netflix of some tv show or watch a little bit of a movie and then fall asleep at a decent time wake up kind of go walk around, flush the game out, and then look back at the film and examine the mistakes from there instead of just worrying about it and then getting bad sleep and not being prepared for the week of training.